0: Hello and welcome to the Pretty Podcast. I am your host, Paula Josh. I am a speaker and best-selling author to the book Cross Addicted, Breaking Free from Family Trauma and Addiction. You can find my book on Amazon. I'm also the author of Letting Go from Family Trauma and Addiction, a seven-day devotion that you can find for free on the Bible app, version. But most importantly, I'm a trauma survivor, and I know what it's like to feel stuck for years in my pain and in my trauma and not know where to turn to get help. I felt lost, and that is why I knew that I needed to start this podcast to help people who may still be suffering. On my podcast, you will find tips and tools to help you heal and break free and to live the life that God has for you. I would like to leave you with one of the reviews. I love Paula's podcast. Paula uses her life experience to help guide you through healing from your own trauma and addiction. I have found her honesty to be heartwarming. Her podcast has brought reassurance that I'm not alone. And that is also my heart for you. I want you to know that you are not alone and that you can heal. If you do, have a few minutes. I would appreciate it at the end of this podcast if you would leave me a review. People always check out the reviews before they listen to anything and they want to know what they're getting. Thank you. Good morning and happy Thursday. Oh wait, it's not Thursday it's actually Wednesday. I am recording this podcast early because I have company coming in town today. And it's somebody I haven't seen in a few years and I'm super excited. And so I want to just record this podcast and yeah, that way I don't have to worry about it tomorrow. Right. But to be honest with you, the re- the reason I really wanted to um record this podcast is because I had an experience yesterday that I wanted to share with you guys today. It's spring break week and I actually took the week off and it's kind of hard as trauma survivors or somebody who grew up in addiction because we're usually workaholics. We're usually black and white. We're usually super hard on ourselves. We usually don't know how to relax. Can I get an amen up in here? Can anybody witness with me? Right? Why are we so hard on ourselves? So this week, I have literally took all pressure off. I usually don't sit and read for hours. I actually one day just sat in my office chair with a blanket and just read a book, not self-help book, not a Bible, a book for two hours. And as I was sitting there doing that, I'm like, who am I? Boy, have I changed. But that is part of the healing process. We quit being so hard on ourselves. We quit beating ourselves up. And we actually start to live this life that we enjoy, this life that we were supposed to live all along. But I want to talk to you about an experience that I had yesterday. I posted a little bit about it on my social media yesterday, but not too much in depth. And just so you know, if you come to this podcast, we talk about the PRETTY acronym Is where we face our pain, our rejection, our experiences, our trauma, and allow it to be a training ground to find yourself. Because see, pain veils us or blinds us from being who we're really supposed to be. You know, God created us in his image. He has a purpose and a plan for every single one of us. But people come along, reject us, abuse us, speak words over our life that isn't truth. And then all of a sudden we become blinded, we become wounded, and we live a life of addiction and self-harm. And I'm here to tell you that freedom is yours, hope is yours, and healing is yours. But healing comes in layers. It's not just boom, bam, it's done. Boom, bam, it's done. Nope, that's not how it works. I've been healing for years. I wrote a book on it. I wrote a devotion on it. And guess what? Your girl had a situation yesterday that I was just like, oh my God. But I'm going to share it with you because I'm going to help you get free. Because I want to get free. I want to be free, 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 and free. I don't want any more weights holding me down. If you happen to hear the birds chirping in the background, it's because I'm sitting in my office underneath the blanket and then I got the window cracked because it's just beautiful. (coughs) So let's get started. Today, we're going to talk about forgiveness. We're going to talk about maybe you need to forgive somebody that you didn't even know. We're going to talk about how hard forgiveness can really be. Forgiveness towards yourself and forgiveness towards other people. Yesterday. There's a local author I highly respect, and she's becoming a good friend of mine. She asked to meet me for lunch. She she wanted to invite another woman who is becoming an author, who's releasing a book in January 2022, and we were all just sitting around at Panera and having a nice lunch, and we were all talking and just kind of sharing our stories and this woman was sharing about the nonprofit that she does and the women that she helped. And she was talking about her healing process and some of her journey. And as she was sharing, she talked about she had this job in a nursing home and that she you know, would go into these rooms and with these elderly patients and change their diapers or their sheets or whatever she needed to do. But one elderly woman grabbed her wrist tightly and stopped her and squeezed her. And she looked at her with a raspy voice and said, forgive them. And the women knew at that time that God was calling her to forgive her abusers, many people who had hurt her, who had sexually abused her. And she said she didn't know how to pray, but she just Ask God to help her to forgive. She says, I started with, God, help me to forgive. And she goes, every day I would pray that. She goes, and then my prayers got a little bit deeper. I started praying for them a little bit more. And she goes, and as the time passed, she goes, I realized, oh my gosh, they no longer have a control over me anymore. And as she's sharing this, I start to get tears in my eyes. And I feel like, warmth going through my body and tears getting in my eyes and like a penetration in my heart. And I'm like, what is going on? And I keep thinking about this person in my life. This person in my life, I actually have to still see on a regular basis. And anytime he comes around, I didn't realize this until yesterday, but I run and I hide. And I was carrying shame and unforgiveness because of what he did to me. Unforgiveness towards him, unforgiveness towards myself, and shame because he hurt me, he raped me, and he still doesn't say that he did. And um, I just was like, wow, because many times I've like, I choose to forgive him, so on and so forth. And um, I thought I had forgiven him. But you know what was so interesting? Yesterday when I was getting ready to go on this lunch date and I was putting my makeup on, I was literally looking in the mirror and I was having flashbacks to what he did to me. And I was feeling sensations in my body and I was like starting to shiver. And, then, and I put two and two together that when I was having those memories right before and then I'm sitting at this table and she seemed forgive him. But I share this with you because healing comes in layers. Healing comes in layers. What this guy did to me, I can hate him for the rest of my life. I think he's a disgusting individual. And I know that he's not even did this to me. I know other numerous women that he's did this to. And he thinks he's getting away with it. But you know what? God will deal with him one day. God will deal with him one day. But you know what? I don't want to carry this around anymore. I don't want to carry this around no more. I got home. Nobody was at my house. My son was outside playing with friends. My husband was at work. And I said, okay, God, I'm ready. I'm ready. And I said, I'm ready to forgive him. And I need your help. I share this personal story with you because I'm sure as you're listening to this, that you could think of somebody you need to forgive. It may even be yourself. It may even be yourself. And I want to tell you something. Forgiveness is a process. Maybe you're not ready, and that's fine. I'm not trying to force you, (coughs) excuse me, to forgive if you're not ready. I have a little itch in my throat. It's allergy. Just a second here. I know for me, there was numerous people I had to forgive, and I think this is the last person, but it's almost like I need to forgive him because I'm still kind of angry at what he did to me, and I'm angry at myself, like if it was my fault, and I was realizing that yesterday, (coughs) and you know, what's so interesting, I wasn't sure if I was going to share this story or not, and I opened this little recovery book that I had, you know, meditations for those who grew up in dysfunctional families. And I'm not going to read all of it, but it says, we isolated ourselves even when we were with others. Our bodies did not belong to us, even though we didn't think of it that way. We found ourselves in sticky situations, being sexual with people we didn't like. Afterwards, we felt sick. The feelings of being raped again came up, but we didn't know where it came from. We were sure that nothing had really happened to us because when we were children, our protectors said that it didn't or it was no big deal. We wanted to believe them. We wanted to hold on to that fantasy that we were loved and cared for. As we recover, we learn to treat ourselves, including our bodies, with respect. We don't let others touch us when we don't want to be touched. We realize that having sex outside of a committed relationship may be unsafe for us. We know that we can stop being sexual at any time with our loved one when, we, when feelings come up that need our attention. On this day, I realize that healthy sex comes from trust and respect with a person that I love and who loves me back. I know they love me, not just because they say so, but because they show me how they treat me. And as a Christian and as a believer, I believe that nobody should be having sex with you unless they're married to you and they love you and they honor you and they respect you. I'm married to my third husband going on nine years and he's such a loving man. And in the area of intimacy in the bedroom, he is finally teaching me that he is safe and that I can trust him. I know today's podcast is a little bit personal, but you know what? There's many times I push my husband away because of feelings, and I don't want that anymore. I'm going to ask God to help me to forgive this man so that I can be even more freer than I already am. I was reading the story of the Bible when Jesus got crucified on the cross, and I was reading these little details, how they took a crown made out of thorns, and they put it on his head, and how they were mocking him and spitting on him. Um, And just all the things that they did. And could you imagine everything that Jesus went through? Hung on the cross. People gambling for his clothes. People mocking him. People telling him to, oh, if you are the son of God, then why don't you save yourself now? But yet Jesus said, Lord, forgive them. For they do not know what they do. And I was also reading today, you know, I read a devotional and, you know, my recovery was about sexual abuse. And then all of a sudden my devotion today was about, I will forgive seven times 70 and beyond because I am forgiven. You know, sometimes the lie we believe is what they did is unforgivable. But Jesus said in Matthew eighteen twenty two. I don't say to you seven times, but 70 times seven is what we are called to forgive. And so I just thought it was interesting as I sat here and I'm like, I'm going to do my podcast today. And as I open up my, you know, devotion in my recovery, it's on sexual abuse and it's on forgiven, you know? And I'm going to read a little bit of my devotion. I'm going to end with this. In Hebrews, the word seven carries the meaning of wholeness. Jesus gives his disciples more than a number. He ushers in a new way of life. In essence, Jesus says, forgive wholly and you will find yourself whole. Forgive completely and you will find yourself complete. Perhaps that's why Jesus tells Peter to forgive 70 times seven. He knows how long it takes for us humans to offer total forgiveness. For me, forgiveness took root somewhere between 372 and 379 times. I finally stopped counting and forgiveness flooded the deep recesses of my heart. I share this with you today, friend. I'm not telling you how to forgive, when to forgive, but I'm telling you that your forgiveness will leave to lead you to wholeness. So as I end with this podcast today, spend some time in prayer. What do you need to forgive yourself for? And who else do you need to forgive? If you aren't already, make sure you're following me on Instagram, my Facebook motivational speaker page, Or you can find more resources. I have a seven-day devotional on the YouVersion Bible app called Letting Go of Family Trauma and Addiction. Or if you're needing something a little bit deeper that you want to work through your healing journey, you can get my book, Cross Addicted, Breaking Free from Family Trauma and Addiction on Amazon.